Hi, welcome to another edition of Clear Talk. I'm very pleased to have with me again today, Brad Malone from Navigate Management Consulting. Hey, Brad. Um, we talked a little while ago on one of your podcasts about time billing. And one of the uh, items we talked about is the idea of not using time billing as a punitive measure. Now, I've heard you talk about don't get confused between the metric and the measure. What does that really mean? And how does that relate to what we were talking about? Well, an, an example. So, you know, we, we set a target for utilization or we, we think that the estimate was right. Um, and therefore, when you start to kind of hone in on the, the measure, which is, are you hitting the estimate? Um, people start to skew their behavior versus the metric is just how much time have you spent versus that estimate. So that's the, the, the metric is just what's the reality versus I'm driving you to an answer. And so when you drive people to an answer and actually reward the outcome. So another example would be uh, as project managers, and I've tried to change this for 20 years, teaching for project management and a whole bunch of other teaching. All projects should be on time and on budget. And a good project manager will make it so. And, I, and my point is, if I see projects that are exactly on time and exactly on budget, somebody lied. You know, I don't know what else to say. I mean, it's like when you can't do that or you're in a, it's just life isn't, doesn't show up that way. And so what happens is many times I'll work with companies that have a project manager managing four or five different projects. And they start to move hours and money around and they'll take from the one that's like looking good and they'll, you know, shed some of that on the ones that look bad. So we all end up on time and on budget. And now I've lost the truth. So we tie that back into estimating. It's like, well, our estimates got to be good. Why? Because we always hit them. And so again, you, you can see it's kind of like I'm no longer looking at the metric of the truth. I'm, look, I'm honing towards the measure and rewarding that. And it just skews people's behavior. Uh, it kills your culture. The people start to play games. And, and to me, once I start to play games with the answer, I've changed the process. I'm starting to manipulate things. And I'll just say we, we no longer have a, a good measure of, of the truth. Uh, that's, that's a really subtle difference, but I think it's really important. I, I think what you're saying there, maybe I can take this back to like yeah, a, single, a single project task. If I estimate this task at 10 hours and the technician goes out and does the work and it comes back at 20 hours, instead of punishing the technician for taking 20 hours, we need to ask ourselves, was the estimate accurate? Are there other circumstances which caused that estimate to change? And is that something we need to feed back? Is, is that kind of the- Yeah, exactly. But it's also, um, did I even get the 20 back? Hmm. So sometimes you'll have people go out and like, oh, damn, I'm going to go over on this one. So I'm going to start charging this one over here because I think it has more hours than I'll actually need. And so people start to, again, adjust their behavior to hit that, that uh Met what they're after, you know, the 10 hours. And so what I want is the truth. And then I can go do, Brad, what you're after is what caused the variance. Okay. Because so then I, if I don't see variance, if I don't allow for variance, if I don't reward variance between what was planned and what was actual, 
It's that I'm after the wrong thing. That makes sense. Uh, so wait, I think you're saying they're gaming the system. They're, absolutely. They're, the behavior the becomes start... meet the numbers, not get the work done, right? Yep. Yeah. I mean, the moment you start honing in on the answer you want, people start to skew their behavior and those around them. And, th and then I've lost, I've lost the battle. I'm, you can say I've, I've lost the war. What I want to know is the truth early. I mean, I always look at, at projects and 10% into a phase, I should have a trend line. But you'll have people all the time say, we'll get better. No. <laughs> How are you going to make it get better? Um, besides shovel off cost onto some other project. I mean, the best a project can get is not worse. So it's rewarding the, the truth. And it's just, again, utilization one. I want you to hit 75%, but I'm the, I'm the manager. And so I only give you work enough to do 50%. And then I punish you for not having 75%. Well, you don't get to pick what work you're on. I picked it. So it's a, it, that's why I'm saying it, utilization is kind of the measure of what we're after is like, don't punish the 75% because the person didn't cause that. So how do you reward these kinds of things? How would you, in a, in a situation like that, encourage that kind of behavior and create that understanding of the measure versus the metric for your employees? Always, I just preach it every day, truth early with options. Truth early with truth options. Early with options. Okay. So, and because the truth early will give me a variance and it'll either be positive or negative variance. Uh, and then that's just the way life is. And if it's, if it's negative that I, I need some help, then tell me today at nine o'clock versus today at five o'clock that you need help. Because at five, we, I don't have any, you, you took away half my options. And it's really just rewarding truth, 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 and then looking for root cause, um, not judging the answer. Or because the person? we find that we, we often judge the answer, and once we judge the answer, that's the last time we'll hear the truth. Right. Well, it's great information, a lot to think about. Yeah. Thanks again for your time today, Brad. Yeah, you're welcome. I, if I can bring one more up, just because I've just sure. taught three classes, and I had a, um, and they all said the same thing. They were, well, if the project is red, I must be a bad project manager. Hmm. And I'm like, oh, don't ever personalize the color of a project. Now, because if everyone around you knows it's red and why it's red, you're a, a capable professional project manager managing a red project. Wow. Now, if everyone around you and above you and all that thinks your project is green on time and on budget, and you know it's red, now we've built kind of, we can talk to a culture, this watermelon culture, that would be if you're my boss and you're like, all projects should be green, well, then I, I built a watermelon. It's all green and shiny on the outside. We don't have to cut very deep to find red. That to me is a cultural problem. But mm -hmm. when I, as a PM, feel that I'm being judged by the color of the project, I've lost the value of color coding. And so it's really, you know, don't personalize the, the measure, if that makes sense. It's like it is what it is. Now let's look for root cause and what I can do about it. That's what I'm going to remember, the watermelon culture. That's a that's a great I find that in two, you know, well, yeah. you've got watermelons and then you got Ponzi schemes and, you know, mm -hmm. 
neither of those, I think, mesh with a healthy culture. Right. Any last statements? No, truth, truth early with options. Truth early with options. I like it. Well, thanks again. I've learned a lot today. Thanks, sir. I appreciate it.